What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tom Brady retired again. Tony, when do you think you will retire? Tony Kornheiser, I retired three years ago. There's just a camera in my basement, and they keep sending checks. But I'm done. I retired. You might have blown the gig. They're going to realize they shouldn't be sending you checks. Yeah. They're going to stop. Stop payment. I'm pretty happy about that. No, they clear. It's good. It's good. I like doing the show. That's not even true. I love doing the show. Ha. I love it. Listen to me. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Aaron Rodgers ponders his future, the Warriors get tested, and Brianna Stewart heads east. But we begin today, obviously, with Tom Brady declaring his retirement exactly one year to the day after he retired the first time. This time, Brady said, quote, I'm retiring for good, unquote. He announced it on social media at 8.12 this morning. I guess he didn't tell his podcast partner, Jim Gray, first. Wilbon, what do you think of Brady's decision when he made it and how he communicated it? Well, this is a retirement. And, you know, last week, we can get the tape if you'd like to, and you said you got Brady playing again, and I said to you, no. I no, do. no, right. this is it. That's right. This is it. And, you know, Tony, you and I have made fun for years of guys saying they wanted to spend more time with their families. Because we would say, ask your family, because we know them, and they've told us they don't want to spend any time with you. And we've joked about it, and we've joked about each other's families and our own families and children and wives saying, get out, and we've done that. But last year, Tom Brady didn't retire. Tom Brady was moved into retirement, and we all know the public circumstance of that now. But Tom Brady was moved there. He didn't want to be there. He wanted to play one more year. So he played it. He did it. And now he's retired. I I felt during the year, toward the end of it, when you see his expression on the sideline, the camera would catch him. He was grateful. He's always seemed appreciative. He's always, even when he's yelling at his teammates, love them and they love him back. But it seems it's over. He's 45. He's going to be 46 enough. And I did not think he would play. And this does not come as a surprise. But my God, like at some point, you've got to stop. Even the GOAT has to stop. It was a wonderful way to do it. Pick up a camera look into it, announce it, and he's probably on a golf course right now. So let me talk about the way he communicated it, um, that he went on social media and he had his own scoop. If I were the president of Fox Sports and I had contractually agreed to give Tom Brady $375 million over the next 10 years to talk about football on television, I'd be a little upset that I missed this one, (laughs) that I didn't get this one first. But Brady is very, very savvy on social media, and he knows that to do that at 8 o'clock in the morning, he owns it. So the next question becomes easy. Does it stick? Do we believe it? You believe it. I'm going to tell you this. I guarantee this is true. Sometime around May or June, Tom Brady will get the itch to play again because they all do. They all get that itch. The last time he had that itch, he scratched it by going back to Tampa Bay. This time, he's under no contract. He can do what he wants, and he might look He might look at the San Francisco 49ers with a certain amount of longing. Because as Steve Young told us, Mike, retirement is death. I'm not saying he's going to come back. I'm not saying that. But I think he's going to want to come back a little bit. I think the reason he got out is because he could see he was throwing the ball in the hundreds of passes, went in the ground or sailed past people. Even though he threw for nearly 5,000 yards, even though he had two miracle last-minute comebacks, 
I think he felt his athleticism, his superiority had slipped. Because, you know, you can fool others, Mike, but you can't fool yourself. And I think he probably came to the conclusion that it's not going to be a material change for the better at age 46. Well, he did. So then what that- are you talking about comebacks? He did exactly. He went through the process you're talking about. Because he's throwing That's it in right. the dirt. He knows the, the, the pitch is now bouncing in like a split finger. He's Tom Brady. He gets yeah. that. So, no, he's not coming back. And, again, to go back one more time to family, he's got children who at least a couple of which appear to be on the East Coast. It, why is he going to go West? This has been a tumultuous year for him already with all this stuff, public family things that he didn't want to deal with publicly. And now why would you come back and do that and put yourself through that when you've already won more Super Bowls, you've had more accolades than anybody That's right. except Bill Russell in the history of American sports? No, Tony, he's not coming back. He isn't. I'm not even going to disagree with you. What I'm saying is he's going to want to come back at some time. Okay. He's going to resist it, but he's going to want to come back because as Steve Young told us as well, he can still rip it. We'll stay here with Tom Brady, and we will turn our attention to his goatness. He has won seven Super Bowls and played in ten. He has all the meaningful career passing records both in the regular season and the postseason. Most completions, most yardage, most touchdowns. He has won 35 playoff games. The next closest guy, perhaps you've heard of him, Joe Montana. He's 19 <laughs> behind him, and he's not walking through that door anymore. No, he's not. Wilbon, surely you don't think anyone can catch Brady. I'm not going to say anyone ever. I, I, it's not going to happen in my lifetime or yours. I'll speak for both of us. It's not. Because somebody's have to be, like, in college now, and by the time he finishes, he needs so much time, he'd have to play at least, at least 40. And so, no, when you and I ain't seeing that. Somebody may see it. That's right. Our boys may see it, right? They they could see that. I'm not going to say it's not going to ever happen. There could be some wonderkin who comes along, particularly now, Tony. Tom Brady had to play the first half of his career at a time where a defensive lineman, it was great hearing Chris Candy tell the story today, could knock the hell out of you. The next kid who comes along isn't going to have that. He ain't going to have that. Like, you know, you can score 50 every night in the NBA now because you ain't got that. Michael Jordan had that, all right? So, so no, you, 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 I'm not going to sit here and say it's never, ever, ever going to happen. I, I think it could, unlikely, unlikely. I'm just going to go back to one thing on a personal note with you. You revere John Elway above everybody. You think he's the greatest quarterback who ever played. I, I had. And he had good teams. I had. Montana. He went to five. Elway and Montana. This guy went to ten. Yeah. This guy went to yeah. ten. Okay. So, so the, the, the thing about Brady is – the, the greatness, I think he's actually underrated sometimes because of the nature of football versus other sports. In other sports like basketball and hockey, for example, where great people have come out like Gretzky and Russell and, and Jordan, in those sports, one dominating player can be out there long enough to shape the game because he is competing against fewer people on the field. Brady, you know, sat out half the game because he's on the offense. And I think in football, Mike, we tend to venerate the team rather than the player. Yeah. But Tom, Tom Brady's accomplishments, because you look at, you know, I know you love Russell and Gretzky and, and Jordan, but again, it's easier to win in those sports. It's four out of seven yeah. in those sports. Yeah. In football, it's just, it's just, well, look at San Francisco the other day. Yeah. Their quarterback got hurt. They're out of the playoffs. In another sport, you go, okay, we get them again tomorrow. Well, so it's just harder. Tony, you're measuring something. Yes. Let me just say to what you're saying. Yes. Brady 
I'm not going to argue against Brady being the GOAT. That, this is, that, that's a waste of time. Right. I'm, I'm, I see a group of athletes I'm going to put out that I marveled at in a way I never marveled at Brady. I'm going to say that includes Wilt, Jordan, Gretzky, Ali. That just, they were marvels. They were physical wonders. I Brady it. wasn't that, but, what, what, but it doesn't mean Brady no, isn't the I, goat. Brady is the goat, right. and, and what he did was different. I'm just saying those guys to me had something. Brady had other things, but he didn't have okay. that thing. I think. Well, again, Brady is me. playing in a sport where there's 11 guys on the side and 22 on the field yeah. at any given time. Brady won Super Bowls in his 20s, his 30s, and his 40s. Yes. That's unbelievable. Yes. It's simply it unbelievable. He, had a, he ought to get credit for well, that. Wait, I'm it's sorry. Amazing. Is, I, is anybody out there stupid enough not to give him credit? No. Because <laughs> if they are, well, they, they should be clicked off or stop streaming yeah. them, you youngsters. Aaron Rodgers is also contemplating his future. Rodgers told Pat McAfee yesterday that he hasn't made up his mind about what he wants to do. He called a report that the Packers prefer to move on. Very interesting. Called New Jets offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett my guy and didn't even rule out retirement himself. Tone, do you think Aaron Rodgers even knows what he wants? I think Aaron Rodgers knows what he doesn't want. And I think he knows he does not want the Green Bay Packers anymore. He goes on this show every week. It's lovely. He says pretty much the same thing. He says... My life is a mess right now, and I'm going to need a little time to sort it out. And that's what he says. And that allows for fabulous speculative drama, which Rodgers bathes in and breathes in. In this particular show, it seemed to me he was conceding a little bit of hurt. He didn't like that Adam Schefter report that the Packers were willing to move on from him right now. I'm sure he thinks, because I think that was leaked by the Packers, and I'm sure that he thinks, well, I got left out of the loop. And I feel a little less important than I've ever felt before up here. And so I will go somewhere else and I will play again this year. I mean, he's always, Mike, he's always competing with Tom Brady. He had said in this interview that he was, wait, well, he's in his mind. He had said in this interview, I'm going to wait for any announcement until after the Super Bowl because I want the season to play out and there's one game left. And then here's Brady announcing it today before the Super Bowl. So I have two obvious questions for you. Do you think for a second that Aaron Rodgers is going to retire in the same year a month later as Tom Brady? Do you think for a second that Aaron Rodgers wants to be in the same Hall of Fame class as Tom Brady, the GOAT? No, this will drive Rodgers to play again this year. I think Rodgers is already going to play again. Just like I told you, I didn't believe Tom Brady was going to play anymore. At the same time, I believed, looking at Aaron Rodgers and where he is, and being whatever it is, seven years, eight years younger than Tom Brady, he's got more left. Aaron Rodgers has more left in his body than Tom Brady. This is not a news flash. If anybody can't see that, they're not paying attention. They're just going on something else on their own agenda. So Aaron Rodgers has more left. Not a ton. The tank is not half full. But he's got no. enough, and he can help a team win everything. He's Where's the he guy for the San Francisco 49ers if they want somebody for two sense. years, right? Or it could be the Raiders yeah. where he can hook up with his old wide receiver. I, I, I did, Aaron Rodgers can and will play again. I don't believe that Aaron Rodgers is done. I got two he's other teams for you. He's contemplating. Sure, others. why not? Who? Yeah. 
I got two other teams for the you. Jets. I got I the Jets, Jets because he loves Nathaniel Hack and yeah. he calls him Hack. Yeah. And you sort of called him a hack, yeah. though in a different context. Yeah. And what about the Patriots? They need a quarterback. What if he went to Bill Belichick and won a Super Bowl there? That would change history a little bit. Let's take a, a break. Bit. Just a little. Coming up, have your Warriors turned the corner? Probably. And should they actually play like their Hall of Famers in their next two road games and try to win? Are we at that point of the season? Ah, it's past the halfway point. I can't imagine anybody getting a 10. Not even Mahomes. I, I, I just can't. It's too hard You to mean football. to be in 10. You can't get to 10. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. We have an NBA story we want to dig into. The Golden State Warriors are going to play back-to-back road games. Tonight in Minnesota, where the T-Wolves are only one half game behind the Warriors in the Western Conference. Tomorrow in Denver, where the Nuggets are in first place in the West. Steph Curry was asked about the possibility of veteran Warriors sitting out the Denver game. And Curry said, quote, I campaign to play every game. That's the misconception about load management. It's never the players saying I want to sit. For all the people worried about our league, it's usually the other way around, unquote. Well, but how important is it? that the Warriors play to win the next two games. Let, let me just go back uh, for a second. And, and this never happens. I'm going to take exception with something Steph Curry said. That you, you know how much I love Steph Curry. It, it isn't never, is it the players? It's never that it's Steph Curry. That's not how Golden State does it necessarily, right? I mean, but there are other places where the players do say, I'm sitting out. Because trust me, I communicate with enough coaches, and I, can, I have the text messages to back it up, that when they get to the gym and they find out those players have begged out, it's the players. It's not the organization. But I, but, but I hear what Steph is saying. And what Steph is saying, the, bigger, the greater message here is much more important about who is instituting load management by and large. And, and yes, it's, it's clubs who say, no, we don't want you out there. Why, Tony? Because they want to get to the big paydays in the playoffs and they want to make sure those players are eligible. And they're guys like Steph Curry who understand the paying customer who want to play every single damn game. 
That's who Steph Curry is. I mean, that, that's who he is. And so now the Warriors specifically, they don't have to do that for the next two days. They got 30 games left. I know we're starting to move on with the season. Klay Thompson's getting better. The younger players and the role players are getting better. Their roles are more narrowly defined and they're performing better in them. I like where Golden State is going. And I'd like to see Steph Curry play whenever the hell he wants to. Yeah, they don't have to win these games they because the, there's a big blob in the middle of the West that the Golden State Warriors are actually one game out of fourth and one game out of tenth. So these two games are unlikely to be decisive right. as that blob moves along. That's what the right. Warriors should want to do is finish at least fourth. That way they get one home series in the playoffs and ideally finish second. There are two teams ahead of them in third and fourth right now, Sacramento and the Clippers. It's in the Clippers' DNA to gag, so I don't worry about them. <laughs> and you wouldn't necessarily trust Sacramento because they haven't been in the playoffs in 40 years. It's going to be hard to catch Memphis for two. But let me get to Steph Curry. The fact that he wants to play, I'll be brief. He grew up watching people who wanted to play. His father His wanted father. to play. Yeah. That's who he grew up watching. So he wants to play. The last six games, he's averaged 34 points a game. So he wants to play and he wants to shoot. And it's good for the league. Time for one last break. Still to come, Brianna Stewart decides to play in the greatest city in the world, located on I-95. Philly? She went to Philly? And the Close Cowboys, the Cowboys, they have a new play caller. If I'm going to plunk down money to pay right now to see anybody in the NBA, the short list has got LeBron and Steph Curry on it. Then we can get to others. Right. Yes, KD, Kyrie, no. Antetokounmpo. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Happy time, people. Happy belated 44th birthday from yesterday, Robert Sala. Sala was the 49ers defensive coordinator when he got the Jets job after Adam Gase was fired. Sala has improved from 4-13 to 7-10, but the Jets were 6-3 at one point this season. So they closed 1-7, which is what we like to call Cliff Kingsbury land. <laughs> Sala famously chastised Jets critics early in the season, saying he was taking receipts from people, quote, who continually mock us, unquote. Sadly, the mocking continues. Salah's problem <laughs> is he doesn't have a quarterback. Zach Wilson, who was the overall number two a few years ago, was awful. What Salah ought to get is a gift receipt for a new quarterback. 
Even though you make fun of the Jets now willingly, I know how much you loved the Jets, and they were your team. They really are your team. So I do this show with you of the Jets. I do another show with Greeny, whose pain is much greater than yours, but I don't root against the Jets because of you two guys. That's the highlight, Because I know baby. what it means to you. That's it? That's all Joe you got? You got? You're still doing That's that? That's the highlight. That's the highlight. 60 years. Happy anniversary, Pal Gasol. On this day 15 years ago, the Lakers traded for the Grizzlies center after Kobe Bryant's repeated complaints that the team hadn't made serious attempts to return to being a title contender. Bryant was thrilled to get Gasol. They had immediate chemistry. And the next season, and the season after that, the Lakers won the NBA championship, giving Kobe five titles as a Laker, the same as Magic Johnson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Gasol was a five-time All-Star as a Laker, and the Lakers will retire his number 16 jersey on March 7th when they host the Grizzlies. Gasol is eligible for the Hall of Fame this year, as are Dwayne Wade, Dirk Nowitzki, and Tony Parker. Wow. Hard to imagine they won't all get in. They're all going to get in. They all deserve to get in right away, and I'm going to stump again those internationals. How about that? Tony Parker, Dirk, Powell. Once again, the NBA should do the right thing. Put together an All-Star weekend that means something to somebody instead of trotting people out where you don't even know who's going to be on what team when you buy the damn tickets. Come on. Come on, marketing people. Figure it out. Internationals versus the U.S. Get it right. You haven't bought a ticket in 25 years. Happy trails to the Seattle Storm for Brianna Stewart. The two-time WNBA champion and former league MVP has decided to use her free agency to go all the way across the country and play for the New York Liberty. In New York, Stewart will join recent number one overall draft pick Sabrina Ionescu and recent league MVP John Quell Jones to form what feels like a super team to rival the defending champion Las Vegas Aces. Stewart is a native of Syracuse, New York, who played her college ball at UConn, where she was on four straight national champions. Reportedly, one of Stewart's big issues is getting the league to allow charters for road trips. They seem like they're going to be in the big action again, Tony, and the Aces, now that they have my absolute fave, Candace Parker, but at least we got a championship in Chicago. They're in the big action again, it would seem. It would seem that they got some players, both those teams. Four straight national championships that? in college. Yeah, talk about pedigree. Four straight. A melancholy trails to former Washington football executive Bobby Beathard, who died at the age of 86. Beathard and Joe Gibbs were the architects of the three Washington teams that won Super Bowls in the 1980s and early 90s. Beathard had a great eye for talent. He hired Gibbs. He drafted Daryl Green. He drafted Art Monk. He drafted Russ Grimm. He signed Joe Jacoby. Tony, you know how many times you see Bobby Beathard out there. We see him all the time covering Washington, the Redskins then. And he'd be in shorts and a T-shirt. And he would just be singular in his focus. And he scouted like nobody ever scouted. I mean, he was one of the great, successful early scouts. Howard Cosell was one of the people that mentioned Bobby Beathard and his blonde hair blowing in the breeze. And Beathard scouted for the Dolphins, didn't he, when they were great? Wasn't he one of the Wonderkin talent evaluators back then? Bobby Beathard, man, I don't think anybody can match his record in terms of just scouting. One omission, the Dolphins have announced that Tua has cleared concussion protocol, and we must go quickly to the big finish. Uh, LeBron had a triple-double in the garden last night. Big deal? I don't know if it was a big deal, but you passed Mark Jackson and Steve Nash, two of the great all-time point guards. That's a big deal. Their name's making a big deal, not the number. Jerry Jones says Mike McCarthy's going to call plays for the Cowboys next season. Does that make sense? He was an offensive coordinator for years. All the pressure's on him now. Josh Allen skipped the Pro Bowl weekend due to injury. Ah. He'll play in Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Ah. Must make you happy. You know it does. 
What do you want to do, play pebble or flag football? Yeah, I know you'll roll over for the shield. Nets at Celtics tonight. Is that significant, Mr. East Coast Basketball? It's not significant, and if I had the chance to play pebble, I would do it too, and so would you. Last one. Penn State at number one, Purdue, your conference. You smelling upset? No, I'm smelling beat down. Purdue is really, really good. I'm watching them more and more, but they're good. Final four good. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. Mackenzie Arrow, shout out. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, it's not at Pebble Beach, but, you know, it's somewhere east. Sports Center. PTI.